0: Hey friends, this is season three of Mommyhood to Menopause, the podcast. No matter what phase of life you're in, we are going to laugh our way through parenthood, life, and those life changes. This podcast is for all women of any age who love good vibes and can find the humor in life. Like that time Lauren shared how she met Dallas in the Bahamas on a work trip. Boy, was that a hysterical train wreck. Well, we want you to join the conversation too. Follow us on Instagram at mommyhood, the number two menopause podcast, and tell us your crazy stories. This is real conversation between friends. So let's spill the tea. The duo is officially back together.
1: Girl, back in black. That's what we are. <laughs> I was going to say like a Transformer. That's I like that actually better. Yeah, that's that's
0: cool. That's right? cool. We can do that. How's your week? We we went dark last week. Yes, we were off last week. It was our first hiatus since season 3 started. I missed you. I missed you. I be, I literally haven't seen you in over 2 weeks and I feel like something is missing from my life. Well, yeah, a lot a lot can happen in 2 weeks, sister. In that two weeks, I did a solo podcast by myself and I talked about like our trip up to Beach Mountain, which was a ton of fun, but FOMO got the best of me and I ended up pretty much sliding down a mountain on my butt. I watched your Instagram stories and I was like, what is she doing? (laughs) I had the bruises to prove it. What else happened to me? I got bamboozled into buying a ridiculously expensive cream.
1: Okay, so I have to tell you, I thought that was so funny because I think everyone's been there, right? You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're trying to be supportive to whatever. And all of a sudden you're spending money that you never intended. You're going, what, what just happened? I know, and then you feel bad. You're like, God, I suck. If I don't buy this, you know, it's like, it's well, the worst. And I
0: was kind of embarrassed over it too. Cause I was like, this is a really high, like, well, <laughs> like known establishment. <laughs> like if I go, oh no sorry I can't
1: afford it. <laughs> you know <laughs> I know like we got to keep that face on don't yes. we I mean it's you know it's interesting though I love that you shared that it really made me happy because re- honestly I don't think I would have shared that and so just to know you know yeah. that there are other women and, and I think people love hearing that like yeah. it's just the truth you go in and you're like what do you mean that's three hundred dollars <laughs> for you yeah. up with the Joneses I wish it was three hundred dollars <laughs> really Oh, girl. <laughs> I'm going to write a number. Okay, wait. Don't say it. Don't okay. say it. But
0: I'm going to write a number on this piece of paper, and okay. I want to see your reaction. So do
1: you feel like you're like you're prettier? Do you I don't feel- know. If
0: I don't need Botox by the time I'm done with it, I will do it again, maybe. But let's just get it. I want a reaction from you. I'm handing her the piece of paper right now. Oh, um, <laughs> for one? One? One. And it's like this big. It's only like an
1: ounce and a half of cream. <laughs> okay, this number... Uh uh-uh. uh I would have been like, oh, no. That's with tax, to be fair. La- oh, well, that no. makes all the difference, Lorraine, <laughs> that tax. What Are you kidding me? No, and I swear to
0: God, Let me my just... husband seen... Oh, girl. I took, you know, they give you like a receipt when you walk out of town. I tore it up into teeny, <laughs> teeny, tiny little pieces and threw it into random garbage cans because I was like, he can't find this. Lorraine.
1: Okay, so I did a partnership one time with a company out of Vegas, and... Each jar, they sent me five products. Each jar was that plus. Oh. And I loved it. But I remember thinking, who spends this much on skincare, like just creams and, you know, cleansers and wow. do you, Okay, let me look at you. I can, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell, tell you you're well, prettier, but I don't it's know. It's also not fair
0: because I just got uh, Botox done.
1: Okay, let me ask
0: you a question. Okay. It is the first time I got my entire forehead done? with botox. I typically just get my 11s done. Yeah. I don't know why I waited so long.
1: You like it? I love it. Okay, so what's weird is I don't get my I don't get my forehead done. I'm- I get my 11s done. I this is weird. But I like, like, I like that I have a couple lines. I did for a really long
0: time, but I'm still so expressive that, like, she went really, really light on the Botox at my hairline. So I still have some movement, but I don't have that large crease, those
1: two creases that I had before. And I was like, this is a, this is a game changer. I feel five years younger. I'm not kidding. Like, it's really strange when I go in for, and to get my 11s done, which are my, I think we all have that one place where we just, and that for me is just because I smoke a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm very expressive with my eyes, and they're deep, man. I mean, they are like to the bone just mm-hmm. about, and so I always can tell. I look, I just look tired and worn, so I'm glad for you, but your cream is i'm sorry i'm you i mean that's more i've that's I've, more than my car payment no lie it's like, more than my car i've not I, i've gone to the plastic surgeon and not spent that on botox mm-hmm. before
0: oh yeah that was it was more than my botox mm-hmm. i know and I you know. just
1: it's, and it was a guilt purchase and i it, i feel like it happened so fast <laughs> i lost that money so quickly <laughs> you know that, when
0: you're taught like it was happening and i was going this isn't real but it is real and i'm reaching for my I, my wallet and i'm i don't even know if this card's going to go through but
1: here you can try it <laughs> try, take these three cards yeah i
0: mean and then there was a moment in my mind where i was like if this doesn't go through can i ask her to split the tender like
1: here's the deal though okay I don't know there is there comes a point in my brain where I'm like oh, you are joking like I'm not I don't think I would pay that I I think honest to God I think I was in shock
0: and then afterwards it's not like you can walk back in and take it back they're not gonna let you take it
1: back well, plus then that's even more embarrassing than not purchasing right. to begin with. Right. I mean, that's a
0: lot of money. I will never do it again. Ne- like never. <laughs> Literally, unless I don't need Botox after I'm done with this cream, I will never do it again. But it was also a moment where I was
1: like, this is my fault. I got myself into it. So, so you Here said pretty much before, I want this, this is amazing. Yeah,
0: so I think I said, I thought I said this in the podcast, but I bought a toner the time before I went. And it was still an expensive toner. It was definitely more than than like any toner I've ever purchased but it was like I think 95 bucks but it was in a travel container and I I guess I expected the cream to like maybe be double that you know what I mean Lauren I know
1: I mean that that's a lot of money I, I don't think I could have done that I've I've paid a lot of money for makeup but I might justify that by this was a bag for me oh yeah oh easily yeah it was a bag for you I mean or a, two really nice pairs of shoes <laughs> I mean, I can't, I could, there's no way I could look at that number and justify it. Yeah, I I'm actually shocked. So it, was it the same brand as the toner that you'd purchased? No, the place carries like four different lines and it. Can you tell me the brand?
0: Uh, I don't know what it's called. It's in that little refrigerator right next to you. It's
1: a little gold. Can I open it? Yeah. Can I touch it? Yeah. How do you Just open? don't put it on the floor. How do you open? <laughs> How, yeah. Let's see. Wow. I'm scared to hold it. <laughs> I don't know this brand. Me neither.
0: But I know it's one of their like high-end brands, obviously. But they use it in the facial bar. And I don't know.
1: I, uh, I, I mean, know. How long, so how long have you been using it? Two weeks. Can you, do you feel like, I mean, when you put it on, do you feel really upscale and fabulous? Yes, I do.
0: I feel like I should be like in Myers Park,
1: (laughs) sipping tea at high noon. Girl, at that rate, somebody (laughs) needs to be putting it on. I should have some guy putting it on for me, right while he fans me. Like, no, come with a pool boy. I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) you. you, Can I use it? No. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I want to use it. Wow. I'll have to charge you like a percent of <laughs> oh my, the bottle. There you
1: go, girl. <laughs> like you could make your money back. I'm
0: totally getting. Good gracious. Okay. So anyway, enough of what's going on in my life. What is going on in your life? You just went on a fabulous
1: vacation. I did. I went to Vegas for a few days, and it was a lot of fun. I met up with a really um, one of my best friends in the world. Weird. We met online. And she's a blogger. And so we were at an event together many years ago. We've gone to, like, Fashion Week together. We've done Chico's events together.
0: Where is she from? She's
1: from Salt Lake originally. She now lives in St. George, Utah. She oh, got wow. married.
0: Yeah. So, so you guys have never lived in the same city or anything oh like no,
1: that? Oh, no. We're... But you got so close. Well, so at the time when we met, we were in California, and um, I was like brand new to blogging, and I didn't know a soul, never met anyone, and I remember my mom telling me, you're going to get killed, like, (laughs) I'm going going to California, and she's like, you're not coming back, you're going to get killed, you know, anyway, but, right, so we met up out there just, uh, like, with other, like, 50 other women, and we just had this connection we'd both we were both in a really bad place with our spouses Mm -hmm. and you know there's nothing like a woman scorned (laughs) right so you know so we really we just kind of walked each other through that I mean there have been times we've been on the phone for five hours at night just talking and she would be counseling me or I would be counseling her and we just have a lot of the same values and it was just it was just a building block for a great friendship
0: that's so nice to hear because there's so many people first of all the influencer blogging world is like so saturated right now everybody has a platform right and there are a lot of like this beauty fashion industry can be so ugly sometimes that it's really nice to hear when people are genuine and you can build a real friendship out of it.
1: She is one of the most beautiful women physically, like mm-hmm. she's just gorgeous she is- and she's but, but her heart, she's very introverted, she doesn't appear to be and just a really good person and she's fun. So we, you know, connected, we've stayed in touch over the years, talked probably maybe every other week. So we were supposed to get together right before COVID. We were going to go to Charleston, rent a car, rent a and drive to New York. We were just going to, like, you know, make a week of it. Just that is a road trip. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes, it would. So we were going to do that and just share all of that. But uh, COVID shows up. We aren't able to do it. And so it's sort of been in the, you know, in the waiting, in the wings. And when my daughter and her boyfriend were going to be out there for a race, um, a NASCAR race, we. And I'm not a race person, but I do love him. So so I was like, hey, let's do it. So we went out there. We went to the race. We went to dinner. We just... And, you know, we did a lot of staying in the room like and just talking. Yeah. You know, I don't think we've talked about your daughter and who she's dating any time on the podcast. Do you want to say who she is? Yeah, um, she's dating an Xfinity driver. His name's Kyle Weatherman. Okay. Number 92. Um, and he's a really good guy. And, you know, I've never been to a NASCAR race. You haven't? Oh, no. Girl, you've lived in the South for how long? You've never been to a NASCAR oh, race? Oh, I'm Charlotte native. And I I just, to me, I think of chicken wings and, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just like not my thing. But because we know him and Meg is with him, we are in the pits or like well last week we were in a suite and so it's just a different experience it is a different
0: experience and
1: it's just really cool and he's good he's a great guy so you know when I can go and support him I do i'm going this weekend actually to atlanta and so you took your girlfriend to the race i did she'd never been and so we're up in the we're up in the pits you know sitting up on the stand or whatever looking like two idiots because you know everybody else is black t-shirt and ready to go and we were who we are, you know, it is what it is.
0: Wait, just walk me, through, humor me for a second. Walk me through this because we're, we're going to do the good, the bad and the ugly of of Vegas because I know you want to talk about something serious here in a little bit. But what did you wear
1: to the race? So I had on these super cute, okay, so <laughs> when, when you start. I know yeah. you, so I know it was extra like I would be. It was super cute. Well, so, I, so it's cold in Vegas. Uh-huh. And so we're on the phone, she and I, and I said, girl, I'm wearing my big puffer. And she's like, you're not going to wear a big puffer. So I went and I got this huge puffer, this bright blue puffer. Jacket? Yep. Uh And she had on a big fur. We had on our sunglasses. (laughs) I had on these adorable, like it was black denim with these pearls all the way down. Mm -hmm. Adorable. Puff sleeve. I mean, you know, it it was bad, but we had fun. It was a lot of
0: fun. Did you walk around and pretend to be like a driver's wife? (laughs) I am a driver's wife. Ricky, (laughs) I
1: cannot work. (laughs) No, I did not. You know, um, we got there and it's really interesting. I love to watch the dynamic of it all. And you know, um, it is a fun people watching. It is crazy. And then to watch the guys in the pit. I Mm -hmm. love that. I'm kind of a tomboy, you know, So I think it's really cool. It's really crazy to me, like how athletic you have to be to be on a driver's team. Oh, yeah. Like they have competitions like between pit crews and all this stuff. So I've enjoyed that aspect of it. Would I go and purchase a ticket and sit in the stand? That's not my thing. But, you know, to sit up and then it was snowing. So it rained and it snowed. In Vegas. In Vegas. So we had just gotten up to the suite. And And I know it's.
0: March, but I think of Vegas and I think like pool parties and like no, it was
1: it was like fifty degree cold and it was really cold. But we had just gotten in the suite. I got my little plate of food and I was sitting. And sure enough, it starts raining. Then they're like flurries, and you're like, what just happened? So they had to stop the race and whatever. But it was a great it was great experience. We had fun. And she and I just we ordered in room service a lot and Mm -hmm. sat in the bed and had like you know just long talks. And it was it was a lot of fun. So before she got there, I went Thursday. She didn't get there till Friday. Me and Meg and Kyle, we went out and we did a little roulette. And <laughs> let me just say, I feel like overall in life, I'm a very blessed and lucky person. But there, for some reason, luck does not follow me. OK, <laughs> like I lose money. Like, it's just I'm, I thought you were about to tell me you won like five thousand dollars. No, something. I want I you know, do you, when you go to Vegas, do you feel like you I feel like I got it right? I like, hate gambling. Do you really hate it? with a passion
0: I can get bamboozled into a you don't have any money to gamble girl
1: (laughs) don't ask me to sit at a blackjack table you got no money to gamble (laughs) we were there so Megan Kyle and I were at we were doing roulette and I'd not played roulette before but I really became like super addicted so fun I lost my money like really quickly and so I gave them some money because I thought well maybe somebody else they won all of the money back so they they ended up at even but they were there for a long time and it was fun like I I, I think I could be
0: one of those that's like I just remember being a kid and going to Atlantic City with my grandmother and she would sit at the penny slots and her hands would be black because like she's been at the machines no, for really? so long and she would just sit there with her her drink and her cigarette yeah. and she'd be like, it's gonna hit. I can feel it, it's gonna <laughs> hit. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I like This is your grandmother? I love my grandmother, but I was like, I never want to do that. Like, she's been there for 12
1: hours. (laughs) We would be, we walked through the casino, and like, we're with Kyle and Meg, and so, like, a lot of the crews are down, so he knows everybody in NASCAR, and like, you know, there's all these people, and then there's some nasty-looking woman, and she's got like literally gold sequins head to toe and I'm like that's that's, <laughs> that's gonna be me in like 20 years she would she would get dressed to the
0: nines and yeah. go to the casino and sit at the penny slots and I'm like I love the outfit I do but can
1: we do something else <laughs> can we go to a show hours? right it was bad and then I feel like every man in Vegas it just makes you want to take a shower when you walk through do you know what I mean it's just like ugh, I don't mm-hmm. know what happens to them there but I I don't I don't love that I don't love hanging out in the casino we did some shopping that was fun We spent, I mean, even somebody called me and said, are you guys coming out tonight? And I'm like, nope, we're in the room. I'm in my pajamas. It's 10 o'clock and I'm in Vegas. But you know, that's what it was. It was a girl's pajama party all weekend. So it was great. It was so fun. But I do have something to share that's kind of a little more serious. But first, let's pop over. Let's talk to Scooter at Dillard South Park and get our beauty tip of the week.
0: Our beauty tip for the week, which you know I've told you about already, is Killed Ultra Facial Cream. This time of year, it is in that you have hydration. We're going in and out of different environments. You've got your heat on in your house. It hit seven degrees one day and did 30 degrees the next day. This cream is fantastic. One of my biggest qualms with a heavy duty cream for this time of year is the fact that it doesn't absorb quickly. Not an issue with the Kills cream. It is absolutely amazing. It's got this really amazing ingredient in it called an which allows it to absorb moisture in the harshest of environments so you know if you want to go mountain climbing and you need a moisturizer you know ultra facial cream is definitely the one
1: i actually tried this in store yesterday and it was amazing oh thank you so much scooter he always has the best tips and uh, most of the time i would say 95 percent of the time i I follow what he says he knows what he's talking Mm -hmm. about Back to Vegas. So Sean and I are in our room and we're getting ready for the day. And you know, we're at the Bellagio. It's a nice hotel. Oh, this was in the morning. Yeah. Like not at night. I know. I know. So we're in our room and you know, you're in Vegas. So if people are loud, you don't really think about Mm -hmm. it. You know, I get it. But we're, we're in our room and we don't have the TV going or anything. We're just talking, chatting. And we hear yelling, screaming actually in Spanish. And you know, I didn't think anything about it at first. And because there was a Beside us, there was a room full of kids, and they were having fun. And I don't care, you know, I'm I'm not that not that into somebody else's business. But this was really loud, and mm-hmm. you could I, I don't know Spanish, but I would love to have known what they were saying. But you could tell it was this huge argument between a man and it was a woman. Tense. Oh, very like screaming, mm-hmm. and. We were hearing slapping noises. Oh. And so we were out in the hall. We walk out into the hall and it's literally the room beside us. And there are like maybe four people out in the hall and everybody's kind of looking at each other like, wow. And so I went back in the room, we closed the door and then we continued to hear it. So I called downstairs and I just said, you know, hey, we're, we're, there's a problem up here. And she's like, oh, domestic violence. Like, you know, it's just a given. And I get it, like the, you know, drinking and gambling and stress and, Mm -hmm. you know, late night. This is a different
0: beast. And not that that gives it any excuse whatsoever, but like people are going out and they're drinking all night. They don't go to sleep. They've been partying, you know, um, sometimes there's drugs involved and high, you know, you lose a lot of money at the
1: casino and it just kind of heightens everything. So what happened? Well, we kept hearing the slap noise. And so I was like, yeah, we got to call. So we call and we kind of tucked our head, you know, back in. And so we heard security come up and knock. Of course, everything's quiet at that point. And so we stick our heads out the door and he just calmly asks, you know, is everything okay? And they both are like, yeah, everything's fine. And I just, my heart just broke because oh. you could hear anger like in her voice. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure like, I-, I know for a fact there was abuse going on mm-hmm. and the guy left and that was it. And you know, you, it just, it just made me think, you know, we, you never know, like you just don't know what people are going through. And no. it's so, it was just broke my heart. And you know, it.
0: It makes me think of that Gabby Petito case where the police had stopped their vehicle and there was clearly evidence of like, the, the police saw the the van swerving all over the road and people hitting and everything else. And then they stop and they say, no, we're just having a lover's quarrel, you know, whatever. And they separate them and they have to go to two separate hotels for the night. But like that was that was it. They didn't take Brian Laundry into custody or anything like that. And then Gabby Petito
1: ends up missing and dead. You know, I've, I've, I see both sides of the coin from a standpoint of security comes up, you know, and and it did stop, but but it's never okay to put your hands on each never, other. Never, never. And I'm, um, or you know, and it it really frustrates Steve. Sean and I were talking about this very thing because we've both been in scenarios. I think this is why we bond. It's not okay not only to not put your hands on a woman, but you know the way you speak to a woman. Ugh, I agree. You know, I I am. I have, have this boundary of the standard that you don't speak to a woman, you know, the same way you would speak to your guy friend if you're upset. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell Meg all the time, never date a man who doesn't have a sister because I feel like they don't really get the female, you know, as, as well as a man who does. And that's not everybody I know. But it, it just made me really sad. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, and we would we would go by the door and it was quiet from then on the next morning. Just for maybe two minutes, we heard it again. Really, mm-hmm. and then it stopped. And you know, we didn't call. I mean, so I, you know, it, clearly it's not just a yeah. one-time thing, right? I mean, if you report it and they
0: come up and they say everything's fine, it's kind of out of your hands at that point. Like
1: well, you did and your I, job as a yeah? Samaritan. Well, and I think that's what security felt like. I mean, and you know, the armed forces. I mean, the police force or whatever. I think they feel like we do what we can, but. I don't know. It's just so sad. I, I it broke my heart. It is really sad because a lot of women
0: are afraid to report domestic violence too. Like you don't know what happened on the other side of that door. That woman could have been so fearful for her life that she was like, "Yes, everything's fine." Oh, yeah.
1: I'm sure. I mean, I watch. It's so sad. But I watch enough ID channel to realize that. And and I've been in scenarios where, you know, you you it beco- what happens on the daily in your life becomes your normal. And it's almost like you miss it. It's not like physical abuse, but like, you know, even verbal abuse. You, you The drama becomes so normal. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that Sean and I were talking about this for a very long time. It just, it becomes your normal and it's just what people do. And and you don't realize that is not what people do. Right. You know, but yeah, it was, so it was good. It was great. Sometimes going to Vegas makes me kind of sad. It's yeah. weird. I see people and I think this is the highlight of your day or whatever. And so I like to go and visit. It's fun. I had a great time, but there were some pieces of it that I was just kind of, you yeah. Know. Vegas definitely has
0: that good, bad and ugly side. You know, that makes me, we'll, we'll put up on our Instagram too. If you're in a situation that you feel like you need to get out of, we'll put information up from an organization that can help because there are organizations out there that help get women out of those situations. And, you know, it's, probably scary to somebody, especially with children to think like, oh, I'm going to end up in a halfway house or, you know, I'll have no place to go. But that's what these organizations are developed for. And that's why they exist to get you out of that situation. Because all it takes is one, like, I mean, obviously you're already over that line, but all it takes is one second for it to turn grave. And then your children or yourself are in a situation you can't get yourself Far from.
1: You know, and I think as women, we never think we're going to be in these situations. I mean, women, like because
0: we're women, we think we can fix a situation on our own or we think like, oh, they really do love me or like, no, girl, you got to love yourself and your kids more than you think you love him. Yeah.
1: Well, and, or her, I mean, well, it could go either way. Not only that, but you got to define what love is with that person, right? Mm-hmm. Like what does love mean? What does that really look like for you? You know, I'm dating different people. And so I kind of, that's one of the things I always ask, like, what does that look like? What is love? Because yeah. that's not love. And I always say
0: actions speak louder than words. And I've, t- I've told Barb this before. Cause I, you know, I watch Barb date and I'm always, you, you, you are so cautious for your friend or, you know, you want the best for your friend. And I think it's so easy for guys even take an abusive situation out of it, but it's so easy for guys to give the correct answer, quote unquote, you know, it's, and then when something gets real, how they act in a real situation is their, their true
1: colors, but it's so easy to give the correct answer. Yeah, we, we got to talk about that because that's that's definitely another episode topic.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's do this. I've got a one thing you need to know before you go, and I love
1: this article.
0: So the CDC has just updated their child development milestones. They haven't done it in, I think, over two decades. So this program called Learn, Learn the Signs Early Act, it was developed in 2005, It has not been touched since then. And now in a world where children are diagnosed with autism so much more frequently now, kids are diagnosed with ADHD and different things that, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, more kids are being misdiagnosed or whatever. I don't think that's the case. I just think we didn't know what we were looking for before. And now with more research and more resources and more parents willing to stand up for their kids, now we are getting more diagnoses. I totally agree with that. Yeah. hundred percent. So this article, it goes on to say, here's the thing. If you have kids, you, and you're a first-time mom, you don't know the signs, right? Like kids don't come with a playbook or an instruction manual. So you, as a first-time mom or dad are going, hmm, when do I put my kid, when does my kid go from the bassinet in my room to their room? When do I start them. I don't even know. When do I turn their car seat around? Right. Right. Because a first time mom, I didn't know that my, my first son is really tall and I had like a year was like, Oh, I think it's time to turn him around. And I didn't know until I did the research at that point that you're not supposed to turn a kid's car seat around until they're at least two. Right but his legs were like at his right. ears, you know? So there are so many things that we don't know as parents. And it's nice that the CDC and the American Academy of Pediatrics has now stepped in to change and update these developmental milestones. And they've even implemented new things as well. So now it's easier for a parent A caretaker, a healthcare provider, to find out if there are potential developmental delays or autism or something else that seems a little off. And they, the things that they updated were milestones at each age. There is now an added checklist for ages fifteen months to thirty months, and there's a checklist for well, uh, wellness providers from two months to five years. That these are questions that they're asking to make sure that kids are hitting their developmental milestones. Now, I have shared with you guys before that my first son, Cash Jen, was speech delayed. And I remember going into these pediatric well checks and they would ask questions. and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Like, is he yeah. supposed to be doing that at this well, point? Well, I think the irritating thing is you think there's something off But maybe I can't put my finger on what it is. And so I don't have anything to base it from. What's a standard that I can base that from?
0: It was like, I remember questions like, does your child parallel play or prefer to play on their own? I'm like, I don't know. He's my only kid. Like he's not getting a whole lot of interaction with other kids, you know, and we don't have any family here. So it's not like he's growing up with cousins and everything else. So I didn't know. And I remember wanting to put him into school at such an early age because he wasn't getting any peer interaction. And I thought maybe that would help his speech development, and it didn't. I mean, we had to get to the point where we actually hired a therapist to come in, and he was doing speech therapy twice a week. Well, see, you're smart
1: because I feel like so many parents they think, "Well, he'll grow out of it," you a know. A lot of parents, and that and you know. want to tell yourself that I get, but at the same time, the earlier you can intervene and start feeding Mm -hmm. what they need, then it really helps development. Yeah. You know, so it's so important.
0: Yeah, so it's good to see that this is being done because I can't, I mean, now... I'm not saying I'm a parenting expert by any way, shape, or form, but you feel so different when you have a second child. And now you have an experience to base all this stuff on. Not that you should be comparing your children to each other, but at least you have like a guideline to know like, okay, my kid should be walking by this point. Or should have core strength by this point. Should be pulling his head up off of, you know, tummy time by this point. And it's so hard, but there's like... There's so many great like toys and like kits now that you can get. And again, as a second time parent, I wish when I had cashed in, my friends had had kids at that point because I was like the first one of our group to have kids. And I literally had nothing to go on other than what my pediatrician was telling me. And even pediatricians sometimes, Barb, are like, oh, they'll grow out of it. Let's wait six months and then we'll
1: check again. Yeah. And I think I think that awareness helps your child more than they really give it credit for. I mean, everything I've read has said, you know, as soon as you can start therapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy, it makes a huge difference.
0: I know a lot of people are so afraid of the stigma that is attached to a diagnosis, but you don't have, like... If you choose to keep that private, whatever it is for your family, but the power that you give yourself to give your children the help that they need is invaluable. So if you are, if you think, you know, something is a miss or you have that inclination or that feeling, go with your gut, get your kid the help that they need. I agree with that. If it does mean a diagnosis, guess what? Then insurance will cover it.
1: Well and not only that, it puts you back, you know, I think when you're raising kids, you kind of feel out of control anyway. Mm -hmm. But then if there's a delay, you're really out of control. And so it sort of gives you a little control back into the place of, hey, I'm doing what I can to get you where you need to be. Right. Right. I just want you to be the best version of you. So I'm gonna do what I can do to help you be that absolutely yeah we'll put that article up as well with the domestic violence information
0: too so if you know someone in your life that's going through any of those things feel free to reach out to us we'll put you in the right
1: place that's really good info both of those
0: all right guys thank you so much for hanging with us this week a little serious but don't worry we'll be back to our normal antics and fun normal
1: goofiness (laughs) have a great week y'all
0: Thanks for listening to the mommyhood to menopause podcast. If you like what you heard, we would love to have you join us weekly. Don't forget to like subscribe and review us unless you hated it. In which case just ask someone for a hug and move along sis. Also don't forget to follow us at mommyhood, the number two menopause podcast on Instagram and on our personal pages, all of the F words and Southern blonde chic. Thanks for listening.